Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio. And like always, we're going to start off in decency and order and come out of a scripture and then obviously give a prayer. Um, we're coming out of Isaiah 58 and 11, and it says, The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a water, well-watered garden, like a spring whose water never fails. God will give you the provision. God will give you your needs. Despite what you're going through, despite what adversity comes against you, despite what the enemy tries to trick you with and, and all the things that he's trying to say that you can't do, God will give you the provision to be great. God will be give you the provision to be well off. God didn't put you on this earth just to pay bills and die, but he gave you a vision. He gave you a destiny. And this today is your confirmation that it's time to start walking in authority. Amen. Amen. Dear Father, thank you, Lord, for this day. God, just help us, Lord. Be with us, Lord. God, we, we love you. We glorify you. Continue to bless us. Continue to help us. Continue to show us favor, God. Touch us from the top of our head to the sole of our feet. Let something be said today, this morning, where somebody can say, what can I do to be saved? Let a seed be planted. Let elevation happen. Let something be changed on the inside for the listener, God. God, we just thank you for all the lessons that you give us, all the things that you've blessed us with. And we say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 This is Pastor Jay. And like always, I got something to say. And what I have to say is this. You can follow me at Anointed Jaylon on Instagram and Twitter. And um, Pastor Jaylon Calhoun on Facebook. And make sure you go download my single, Jesus, You Make Me Happy. Go make sure you go download my single on all digital platforms. And make sure you go follow my lovely co-host, Dr. Marvinetta Clay. She's M. Clay on Instagram and Twitter. She has her website, Dr. Marvinetta Clay. Go um, download her song, Worship Forever. And then, of course, we got our boy, Chris Johnson, where you can follow him at Sing Chris J on all digital platforms and download his song, Chasing After You. Amen. So we have a few announcements before we go into... Before we go into our interview, y'all. And so the first announcement is this. We have the maestro. We have Mr. David Blakely's 60th birthday celebration coming up March 7th at 6 p.m. He's going to have J.J. Harrison there, Nikita Fox, Jocelyn Copeland, of course himself, and the White Knight Choir. And this event will be at 6 p.m. So let's meet on time, y'all. Not 7 p.m., not 8 p.m., but 6 p.m. It's going to be at New Jerusalem Worship Center, 1818 Martin Luther King Boulevard, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89106. So for more information, make sure you uh, you call the number 702-409-0640. 
four six and of course you know we have stellar week coming up there's so much stuff going on for stellar that i'm not going to probably talk about it today because we still getting more information but i will talk about anointed radios event that's happening after the stellar we're going to have a post stellar event after stellar anointed radios first ever stellar event and it's called the wind down after the stellar awards come celebrate dr marvinetta clay's 55th birthday kick it with the anointed radio team it's going to be a hostile grape at the m hotel saturday march 28th from six to nine come through come celebrate dr marvinetta clay celebrate a great stellar week we're going to have some people in the building. We're going to have a great time, you know, and, and we're going to even take communion because, you know, it is a, a little a winery. You feel what I'm saying? So make sure you come check it out. And bring if you can, come bring a love donation for Dr. Marvinetta Clay. It's her birthday, y'all. 55 years of life is something to celebrate. Amen. And um, make sure you go download. All anointed radio stuff to keep posted. So what I mean by that is go download the anointed radio app. Um, sometimes people are listening through Alexa. Guess what? You could say Alexa, play anointed radio network and she will start playing us. Um, you could go to anointedradionetwork.com, Check that out. Or you could just download the simplest way. Download the anointed radio app on Google Play Store. Um, the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store, and you could be able to have the app. Listen to 24-Hour Gospel, the number one Las Vegas gospel station, award-nominated, all the best accolades. You already know all the stuff. So make sure you go and download the Anointed Radio app and follow us on Anointed Radio, um, LV Anointed Radio on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you want to know who's coming up next, who's going to be on the show, who's going to be, you know, coming on and, and coming with the Anointed Radio team and talk about their story, then go to LV Anointed Radio on Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook and, and on Facebook we do Facebook live as well so you can be able to see the show and see us because that's what y'all want to do right that's what I thought so with that being said I have a great honor of bringing a, a, a historic person onto the show and she has broke bounds and made new levels and and she's a trendsetter can I have everybody welcome Miss Santia Deck y'all Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. So what we do here formally for interviews is we do this. We do a Pastor J famous icebreaker question. You ready? Okay, yeah. All right. So icebreaker question is this. If you had to only use one condiment on food, what condiment would that be? Hmm. Oh, wow. Uh... <laughs> That was a hard one. <laughs> yeah, maybe um, maybe like honey mustard. I feel like that can kind of go on anything. Honey mustard? Okay. Mm -hmm. I would have thought somebody <laughs> would stay safe and say ketchup. Like, I'm going to just put ketchup on everything. Just. I thought about ketchup, but I feel like that can't go on anything. It I mean, can't. I guess it could. It, 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 but well, ketchup on tacos? It depends. It, yeah, maybe yeah, that's not going to work. That's, but that's, you can put honey mustard, though. No, that's nasty too. But <laughs> so, um, let's first get into interview and ask this: Where is your hometown, and where do you reside now? 
So I was actually born in Greenville, South Carolina, but I was raised in Houston. So I pretty much moved from Greenville to Houston when I was one years old. Okay. And then uh, now I live in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Everybody is living in Atlanta, Georgia. I might have to come and relocate. So how is it in Atlanta, Georgia? I heard it's like Black Hollywood over there now. It is. It is. Um, it's definitely a lot of black support out here. Um, whether you're entrepreneur, athlete, actor, just whatever you're trying to do, this is definitely, you know, one of the most supportive places uh, to be. And um, you know, usually our weather's pretty good. Hasn't been that great lately. It's been super cold, but you know, we usually have really good weather as well. And um, you know, it's just a lot of culture down here. Amen. So, I. I want to always, always ask this question. So what age did you start going to church? Man, um, probably before I could even talk, to be honest. Uh, I grew up in the church. So literally, I mean, I think I was like, what, two or three when I started going? Okay, so that's the normal age, the good ripening age, because I think that's about mm-hmm. the same for me. And what I'm, I ask everybody on the show, so don't feel, you know, feel isolated. I'm asking everybody, if what was the very first thing you ever did in church as, like, a ministry? Hmm. What did I do? Um, I'm not even sure. I just know, you know, me and my twin brother, we used to go to, like, the, I guess, the youth area when we were younger and, you know, that's kind of like all I really remember from my childhood, to be honest, as far as like church, like I was just being with the youth pastors and stuff and, you know, watching the videos and doing the activities. Was it VeggieTales? But I I didn't, I didn't really do anything. Like I wasn't in choir or I didn't play any instruments. I didn't really do any of that. Okay. See, that's what we got. So usually the the poll is going this. So I've started this um, question to poll how many people across this world that we've interviewed either started off as a choir person or a usher. Because I was called a lazy Christian because when I was a kid, I'd rather be in the choir so I could sit down than to be an usher <laughs> and stand at the door and then have people not follow where I tell you to go. Because you you've seen it. People come to church, right. and they be like, all right, come sit right here. And they be like, nah, I'm, I'm going to go sit with my friends. i probably have even done it in my life where they tell you where to go, and you just go around them. So, Right. But that's different, you know, because everybody don't have the same story. I'm glad to hear that you were different, that you actually just attended Sunday school. To actually be in Sunday school, I wish I could have did that because then you didn't have to be with the adults. Amen. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> I wanted to ask, so what, what encouraged you to get into sports? Um, you know, I feel like honestly, like, you know, we are all kind of born with something inside of us, you know, with gifts inside of us. And um, my story is kind of unique because when me and my twin brother were like, we went in for our two year checkup. Mm-hmm. Um, the doctor had actually told my mom, like, you know, we had really developed muscles in our legs uh, for, like, two-year-olds and that we should be put in track and field when we got older. Um, so my mom, you know, kind of kept that promise to him or whatever and put us in track when we were six. But um, honestly, even before, because my first sport was actually at four years old, it was tennis, which a lot of people don't know. Mm. Um, 
but honestly, me and my twin brother were just extremely muscular children from like birth. Um, and we were very active. Like we were the kids that were climbing trees, jumping over fences, doing all these, you know, just very active outside, never in, in the house ever. We were always outside doing something, running somewhere, jumping somebody's fence, climbing somebody's tree. So I just think, you know, that it was just in us, you know, it wasn't mm-hmm. like we had like a super athletic background because my dad didn't play any sports. My mom ran track in high school, so our middle school. So it wasn't like it was just something that they did and we just picked it up. So nobody really knows where our strength comes from. Um, it's always always been kind of like a mystery. But we were also premature babies, and we were the first twins in our family to ever survive. Wow. So, um, you know, uh, that might have something to do with it. You know, we just had our ancestors behind us. I don't really know. But, um, yeah, we were pretty unique children. Well, you know, it's crazy that you said your mom did track because I always heard my mom saying she ran track, and I used to try her, you know, trying to see how quick she really was, and I would do little <laughs> things. But she she ran track because my mom was quick for some reason. Every time I tried to hit a corner on her, she'd be right there with me. So I'm like, okay, I believe you. Because, you know, sometimes your parents hype things up like, yeah, you know, I was the fastest person alive. You're like, uh-huh, yeah. All right, that's my mom all day. <laughs> So with you doing um with you doing track first, how was that for you? Oh man. Um funny thing is I actually hated track when I first started, um, because they kinda I guess they were trying to figure out what we were gonna what events we were gonna do. So they put me in like the eight hundred, um, just to see if I could run it. And I remember I sprinted the whole thing and I had a whole another lap left and I remember I cried the whole second lap and I realized like no I'm not I'm not a distance runner but when they put me in 100 and 200 that's really where I thrived and I fell in love with it you know um Mm -hmm. that was my life up until really I was 23 and I'm 28 now so I ran literally all my life wow and what I guess you could say what was the thing that you could say you growing up had a I guess you could say critique in your running so that you could better your running. Cause I know everybody has a different, a different thing that they have to work on. Like with me, I had to open up my stride, but that's me coming from the military background. But when I was uh, running, I had to open up my stride cause I was taking little, little small baby steps and then get tired mm-hmm. very easily. <laughs> so what was one thing right. that you could say growing up that you had to work on with running? Definitely, um, come like popping up. Um, you know, I like I would get out, but then I would kind of pop up really, really quickly. So even now, even now playing football, that's like you know that's uh, something that I still have to work on is just like staying low. Um, and it's kind of hard because I'm already like really short. I'm only five one, so I feel like I'm 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 low. But you know, when I watch myself on film. It's, it's something different. But staying low was always my issue. Um, and yeah, that that was always something I had to work on. Also, needless. Um, I always kind of never really lifted my knees as high as they they should have been. So, yeah. You know, in in football, the biggest thing that I heard all my life, even when I became a coach, I started saying it, is the lowest person wins. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, that definitely is a great great thing to remember. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) um, one thing I want to ask is, 
So how did you come to do the transfer to from track to being like, you know, I'm going to go do football. I'm going to go. Because I know you probably grew up with boys and hit boys and was like, I'm playing football. Y'all weak. Because that's what me and my cousins did. <laughs> so what really made you say, you know, I'm going to take this to the next level? And it's, uh, I'm trying to figure out how to condense the story because it's a little long. Um, but pretty much when I graduated from college, um, I was trying to train for the, um, the, the Olympics. I was trying to make the trials uh, for track. And um, unfortunately, in college, I didn't have the best career because I was literally injured every single year with a hamstring or a back issue or a groin or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I graduate, I said, you know what, I'm going to give myself one more chance, you know, and if I get injured, I'm done. I'm just going to take that as a sign from God that it's time to hang up the cleats. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I remember I was training and I was doing really, really good. Like I was doing really, really good. My times were getting lower. Um, and I remember I ended up straining my hamstring and, um, that just was it for me. I was like, you know what, that's, that's it. I'm, I'm done. And, um, you know, I, I hung up my cleats. And I remember I was trying to find something to fill that void of not having a sport that I could do anymore. And um, that's when I found like football and I went to like a, a local tryout for like a team out here in Atlanta. And I remember I did so good that, um, that I just, I fell in love with it immediately. Mm. And um, the coaches were just like in shock because they were just like, well, you never played. And I was like, no, <laughs> But um, you know, I w- I'm really known for like my my jukes and my cuts and my you know agility and things like that. So um, from there, um, that was kind of it. You know, I, I played flag football for about four years. I made the USA team and I made the um, I broke some records and everything. Um, and then I started getting the attention of like um, uh, like just social media, you know, people and I was my platform started to grow and Julio Jones shouted me out, Marlon Wins and all these celebrities started taking an interest in what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And then um I guess about a year after I graduated from from college, uh the USA coach uh for rugby had actually saw me on Facebook. He saw my film. He was like, Hey, have you ever thought about playing rugby? And I was like, No. And then I don't even know what that is and he was like, Well, we saw your fo- your footage of you playing flag football. You're really agile and you're really fast. Um, would you consider possibly making the USA team? And I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll go to the Olympics for anything. If it's walking backwards, I don't care. And so um, pretty much he flew me out. Um, and then when I landed, he got fired. So that was like a whirlwind for me. So I went back home because the new coach that came in, she had a whole different plan, and she didn't want me to be there because I didn't know, I didn't know how to play. And so – that's when I kind of got back into um, football. I started playing flat football again. And then I got the attention of um, a tackle league for football. And so I played about half a year. Um, unfortunately, the league that I was in was not really uh, a good league, to say the least. I'm not going to really talk too much about that. But um, pretty much after there, I got into rugby again. And then this 2019, I was on, I was once again on the whole Olympic journey, all 2019, training for the 2020 Olympics for rugby, trying to make the team, and I got injured during that tryout or during that period, um, and I went into like a depression. Mm. And um, honestly, the only only way I really came out of that um, as fast as I did was because of my spirituality. And um, you know, about a, two months later, after I kind of got over that whole thing. Um, I got a call from the owner of this of the WFLA, and now we're here. 
And how did it feel? See, because, you know, God always puts you through something to test you, to see when you achieve that next level, where will your mind be? Because if he gave you everything, you, you, mm-hmm. God, God is a jealous God. You know, you can't even like your shoes too much. You'll end up making your shoes just be you're like, where my shoes go? God be like, you know, you right. wear them <laughs> shoes way too much. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, God had, it seemed like when you was telling me that God was sending you in those moments, God was preparing you to get you where you are now. Because it was like testing you. All right, I'm giving you this experience and this lesson, and I'm going to show you some things that I want you to learn from this so that when you get to where I really want you to be, you have so much experience and lessons learned that nothing can really phase you. You've been like, oh, I've been there. I've dealt with bad coaches. I've dealt with bad teams. I've dealt with this. I've dealt with that. I know how to cope with it and be able to, you know, not let things affect me. Because I feel like God puts you through situations for you to grow. And a lot of times to grow, you got to be uncomfortable. I don't like that part. But, you know, that's Mm -hmm. usually how it goes. So one thing I would ask ask you is this what would you tell the young girl about that wants to go into sports that nobody really would say that's for you know that's for a girl or something because a lot of times when I encourage a lot of young ladies that play football they're like well I'm the only one because all my other friends think I'm crazy and I'm like why you know so what would you tell that young girl that wants to play football that young girl that wants to play a sport that has been male dominated for a while and um, honestly, you know, you, you have to be crazy to, to really get into these male-dominated sports like football or rugby or anything that's more so contact. But I would tell her, you know, um, if you want it, go get it. You know, mm. that's, that's, that's it. Because for me, that's the mentality I had to have literally all my life to get to this point because nobody understood why I was that kid that would wake up early before the school lights were even on to go run bleachers or I'll stay after practice to get some extra reps in or work on my start. I do a whole nother workout. Nobody understood that, you know, um, you know, why, why I was doing what I was doing. Um, and so if, if this is your dream, if that's your dream, you got to protect it. You got to sacrifice for it. You got to believe for it, sweat for it, cry for it, everything. And, um, you know, you just have to make sure that you have people around you, that want to see you make it, that want to see you win, because everybody's not going to support. I like to, even for me, you know, I'm, I have a lot of people that support what I'm doing, and have people that aren't too happy about what I'm doing. Mm. But because this is what I wanted, and this is what I've sacrificed all my life for, it doesn't matter. So you know, I would tell her if she wanted, go get it, put the work in, um, learn the game, become a student of the game. You know, definitely train with men that have done this for years. That possibly have went pro so that they can teach you everything that they know so that you can have an edge and um have fun you know have fun don't don't take everything so seriously also enjoy the ride because i know for a lot of people definitely when it comes to stuff like this like sports that are are male dominated sometimes you lose like the fun part of it because you're so you're you're trying to prove who you are and why you deserve to be here so much but enjoy it make some friends and and you know, keep pushing. Okay. So I, I, I would definitely wanted to ask this is, um, so what was one thing that I guess you could say you could take away from everything? 
what's one thing that you could say you took away that if you could go back, you would change? I would change? Yes. Uh, um, honestly, nothing. Um, somebody asked me that question a few days ago, and I, I really sat there and thought about it, but it's it's kind of crazy when you can kind of see, like sit back and reflect on your life and your journey, and you really can see why everything, literally everything had to happen the way it happened. Um, and I will, I don't regret anything. I don't, I wouldn't change anything because I, I feel like if I would have had this opportunity five years ago, even two years ago, even a year ago, I wouldn't have been ready. I had to hurt a little bit more. I had to fall a few more times and I had to readjust, you know, my vision, you know, a lot more before I could have gotten to this point. And I had to even dig deeper in my spirituality to be able to get to this point. Because I was questioning God a few times in my life, like, what are you, why, why are you doing this? What is this for? Why do I keep failing? Why do I keep getting to the top and then falling? Like, I'm almost there all the time. I'm all, I can taste success, and then something happens to where everything's taken from me. I was always questioning God. And I remember my mom, she was like, you have to, if you say you have faith, you really have to have faith. You cannot sit here and question and have questions because of, you know, you might not have made it this time or whatever. You can't keep questioning God, but then also saying that you have all this faith. And uh, I remember when I went through this depression a few, months, a few months ago after not making the Olympic team, I remember I was crying to my mom every day, crying to her every single day, like, Mom, I don't understand. I don't understand. Why does God keep doing this to me? And she was like, Cynthia, you need to surrender to him. You have to really get on your knees and 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 trust and give him the reins of your life. And I remember that night, I I literally cried my soul out. You know, I don't know how long I was crying. I don't know how long I was in prayer, but I remember I just said, God, you know, I don't know who I am at this point. I don't I'm, I don't understand, but I trust what you're doing in my life. And I was like, I give you the reins over my life, and whatever you have for me, I'll take it. Whether it's 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 rugby, whether it's football, whether it's no sports, whatever you have for me. I trust you because you know what's best for me. I don't even know what's best for me at this point. And um, it was crazy because two months later I got this call. And um, it all made sense. And I remember my mom used to say when I was younger, it's going to make sense one day. You're going to understand why you have to go through this. And I was like, no, mom, I don't understand. But (laughs) it's like it's still eerie and surreal for me even in this moment to just know what I went through to get here. And one day people are going to hear my story and really understand. But, you know, it's it was a crazy ride. It was a really crazy ride for me, but I'm just thankful to God that I saved the path and he gave me the strength. Well, you know, um, two things when I heard heard that, because that's your testimony. First of all, there's power in your testimony. And the things I would say to this while listening to your testimony is this, fear and faith don't decide in the same places. So a lot of times mm-hmm. when you sit and we go through those those moments, because I'm speaking to myself as, as well too, um, when we go through those moments, when you have that fear of failing, when you have that fear of something being taken away, when you have that fear of that and you saying, I'm faithful that God could do it, you're mostly telling God, well, during my fear times that I don't trust you to do it. And that's why I said, trust trust me with your all. You know, lean not to your own understanding. And I had to learn that the hard way because I would say, I trust you, though, but I don't understand. Let me take this back. You know, let me change up something. Let me always make a way. And when I learned about that, let God 
and let go. A lot of people change up how they see it. But when it says let God and let go, meaning you let go of you being in the kitchen. It's like a, a chef. You know that person that always got to add something while somebody's cooking? You're doing that to yeah. the, the perfect recipe that God is making for you. And you just throwing that that extra paprika. You know, you act, throwing that extra pepper in there, and then it's messing up the recipe that's been so perfect that's helping you out. So I, I definitely would say to you, to encouragement, is that, you know, when you make out your plans, just say, God, got my feet. Because he's that mm-hmm. that prayer has helped me a lot. I mean, there was been times where I didn't know where my next meal was going to come from. I didn't know where I was going to live. And I read in the Bible this Proverbs verse where it says that if you make the plan, God will order your steps. And I was like, what? Okay, this is a promise, right? So because it says God will order your steps, right? So when I really thought about it, I said, you know what, God, you know, my plan is this, 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 this. Can you guide my feet to who I need to talk to? Guide my feet to the job I need to be at. Guide my feet to the the area I need to be so I can be aligned with your blessings. Because when you align with God, the blessings come. But when you outside his will, you're missing it. So it's always you got to be aligned where he's at. Because he, he even said in the Bible, I don't want to start preaching, but I, I feel to say this, that Israel would always cry out for God, but they were so far from God that he couldn't help them in those times of need. Because a lot of times we get transplacent, we we put our situation bigger than God, and we so far away from God that by the time that you're crying, oh, 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 Jesus, please come back, he, it's taken a minute for him to come back into the will because now you're putting him in the forefront. And he wasn't in the forefront in the beginning. And you've already took 17 steps without him. So he got to now trace back the steps and see, okay, so you did this. Let me let me intervene this. Let me throw this in there. Because it's a relationship. You know, you can't expect in a relationship somebody to know what you've done if you did it without them. And that's the same thing with God. So that was just some encouragement that I wanted to say to you. Uh, I appreciate that. That's, that's real. That's real. So... One thing I would like to say is you have any future, uh, this would be last question too, do you have any future projects that you caught um, coming out? I do. Unfortunately, it's a lot that I can't even really talk about right now, but um, I do have um, some big things in in the works. I have some TV stuff that I'm going to be doing, um, and I'm trying to see what I can say. yeah, all I can say is definitely just stay tuned. Um, you know, I literally post everything that's going on in my life as far as, like, you know, uh, these, I guess, projects that I'm doing and everything on my social media. Um, my first exhibition game for the WFLA is going to be May 6th, um, and that's going to be in Vegas. And what? I'll let you guys know. Like, yeah, it's going to be really fun. Um, so I'll let you guys know the exact location and time and everything in my schedule once I get that. Okay. Well, yeah, y'all just stay tuned. Okay, and then um, where can everybody find you? What's all your social media handles, you know, your website and all that good stuff? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at trackbaby001. Um, Twitter is Santia underscore deck. And uh, my website is queenofabs.com. And Facebook is Queen of Abs. I was going to ask you about that. So Queen of Abs, who gave you that nickname? Or did that was something that um, you came up with, like, you know, I'm the queen of this. Where did that come from? <laughs> so the story behind um, 
my my business name is when I was in college, um, you know, I, I was I actually got on Instagram really late. And the only reason I got on Instagram was because my friend had bet me that she could get more followers than me. Oh, you got And so I got on there. Right, exactly. I got on there and I started posting on my track and field workouts in college. And, you know, I started getting some attention. Um, and pages started shouting me out and things like that. And, um, you know, by the time I guess I was in my junior year, um, I had maybe like, I don't know, 25,000 followers. And I remember my mom was also my manager. She was like, oh, man, you, you know, you're starting to get some traction on instagram like we should make this into a business and i was like okay now nah, that sounds good she was like well, what would you want to be called and i was like i don't know maybe like princess of abs and she was like well why not why be a prince why be a princess when you can be a queen mm. and the reason why i i started i said like, princess of abs is because everybody on every video i posted was like man you have really defined abs for a girl that mm. became like my thing like your your stomach your you know your abs why are they so defined blah 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 and so that's when I was just like, oh, maybe Princess of Abs. But she was like, well, I'd be a, queen. a princess and be a queen. So, yeah. I like really that. Really, my mom. <laughs> okay, moms. Yep. Coming up with the names. Right. <laughs> so, uh <-huh. laughs> um, one thing I wanted to just say um, with this being said, and I know being time conscious and getting you back to your Sunday so that you could be able to enjoy your day. But one thing I want um, to say to you is this. Thank you for coming on the show and spending time with us here at Anointed Radio. It means a lot. Everybody that comes on this show, I really am appreciative because I remember when this show and this network was just a, f a fragment of my imagination and everybody laughed at me when I started and now it's expanded beyond my belief. So I, I appreciate everybody spending time with us because time is the most valuable thing on earth because we don't know how much of it we got. So... I definitely thank you for coming on. If there's anything that you're having, um, even if it's um, having a game you want and or something, anything you need, let us know. We'll shout you out. We'll throw out, you know, if you're coming out with books, TV shows, whatever, let us know. And any way we can help here in Las Vegas, we will help. Well, I definitely appreciate you so much. And thank you for having me. And um, one thing I can say is this, keep on making them touchdowns. I guess I could say that. I would say, keep Oh yeah. On. For sure. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to do a dare. I'm going to say you need to break the record of touchdowns in your league. Cause I see that you're a, comp a competitive person. So I'm pastor Jay's oh, yeah. saying <laughs> you, you should break the record. And I really want, I want, I'm going to shout it out. If it happens, I'm like, I said it y'all. And she did it. So I, I, I definitely <laughs> dare you to go out there and break the record in your league for touchdowns. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. I'm going to have to do it now. Right. There I'm you go. <laughs> well, have a great day, and thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. All right, bye. Amen, everybody. Santia Deck, y'all, such a great person. Go follow her, Queen, MissQueenOfAbs.com. Um Check her out and everything. But we're going to go ahead and go into the mix. And with us going into the mix, we're going to go with um, the new, I want to say we're going to do Judah Band with Wonderful Jesus, their new track called Wonderful Jesus. Hope y'all like it. If you know that there is nobody like our God, make some noise in here. Where are my Jesus people at that know that there is power in the wonderful name of Jesus? King of kings, we crown you. 
You're the great I am. You are the holy lamb. You're the son of God, savior and chosen one. A faithful friend, merciful till the Wanna be a 
You call me out upon the waters, the great unknown, where feet may fail. And there I find you in the mystery, in oceans deep, my faith will stand. Oceans rise, my soul will rest in your embrace. I am yours, and you.
find ourselves in situations where we simply need a touch from God. It could be financial, it could be physical or spiritual. We try to fix it on our own, but we soon realize that God's hand on our dilemma is the only remedy. Wherever you are in life today, I encourage you to find enough faith to press into God's presence. Healing is there. Restoration is there. Deliverance is there. It's available for you. Just lift up your hands and cry out.
Hey everybody, this is Pastor Jen. I hope you liked all the the different songs that we played on the playlist. There's a lot of great new songs coming in 2020. And I got a surprise for y'all. I got my kids in the studio and we want them to just say hi for a moment. Go ahead. Hi, my name is Jaden. All right. Hi, my name is Jeremiah. I'm seven years old. No, eight. You eight. And I got my oldest in here. Hi, my name is Jasleen. All right, y'all. So I got the kids, the Calhoun kids, is in the building yes. with their dad, the legacy of Anointed Radio and the future of my company. Amen. So with that being said, I want to leave y'all with this. God is going to set a seed in your life to be able to manifest strength, trust, and hope in him. So that seed needs to be watered. How does that seed get watered? By you staying close to God. God will give you the manifestation of watering in your life. What does that watering represent? That's the lessons. That's all the deep things that you go through to Learn from your mistakes. Those are all the things that you learn because you know what wisdom is? Wisdom is this. It's getting the knowledge and understanding the knowledge. And then guess what? When you apply it to your life, that's wisdom. So knowledge plus understanding equals wisdom. So guess what? If you've been through the same thing 24-7, if you've been every year, build something and then you lose it. Well, guess what? I want you to understand that God is trying to teach you a lesson. And once you finally apply that lesson in your life, God will bless you and move you on to the next level. It's just like school, y'all. Until you learn your lesson, you can't get past to the next grade. Well, God is waiting for you to learn your lesson so you can stop going through the same stuff every year, every day, every hour, or whatever it's been in your life. Make sure that God is present in your life because he will help you get through whatever you're going through because God has never left you nor forsake you. You're beautiful, beautifully and wonderfully made, and God has promised to always be there for you. So stand on God's promises, and God will make sure that you're going to be all right. And with that being said, this is Pastor Jay. Make sure you follow me at Anointed Jaylon on Instagram and Twitter. Um, follow me at Pastor Jaylon on Facebook. Go follow my co-host, Dr. Marvinetta Clay at M Clay or Clay Marvinetta on Instagram and Twitter. Her website is drmarvinettaclay.com. Go follow my boy Chris Johnson at Sing Chris J on all social media platforms and make sure you go follow anointed radio at lv anointed radio lv like las vegas lv anointed radio on everything instagram twitter facebook just type in lv anointed radio and you will find us and download the anointed radio app and if you feel generous to support this this radio ministry because that's what it really is you could go ahead and donate to our cash app at anointed radio network dollar sign anointed radio network so much love see y'all on wednesday and have a blessed day bye y'all